Welcome to the Savvy Social Podcast, a show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners just like you learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. My name is Andrea Jones. I'm your host, and I am fiercely committed to helping you learn the how and the why of social media marketing. And I'm helping you build connection, create community, and make your difference in the world. Now, today's show is brought to you by Traject Social, which is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. You can try them out for yourself for free by going to trajectsocial.com. Now, today's episode is all about how to start your social media management business. And I'm going to do it as if I'm going to start my business today. I started the business in 2014, and the landscape looks a bit different today. So I'm going to walk you through what I would do if I had to start over from scratch today. But before I dive into that, I want to share with you a free resource that I just created called the Business Building Blueprint for Social Media Managers. This is your guide to building a social media that business that works for you. I'm going to teach you how to get clients, how to keep them happy, and all how to do it without driving yourself insane because social media can easily turn into one of those jobs that can make you go a little crazy. Uh, so check it out for yourself by going to onlinedrea.com slash blueprint, onlinedrea.com slash blueprint, and I'll put the link with the show notes. Uh, but as I mentioned today, I'm going to be talking about the eight things I do if I were to start my business today. So if you're looking to start your social media management business today, I'm going to walk you through it. And the first one is a little cheesy, but hang in with me because All of these tips are going to be an amazing guide for you, whether you have a business already that you're running and managing, or whether you're looking to get started into creating a social media business for yourself. So the first thing I do, and what I suggest you do if you're starting your business today, is to start with why. Start with your why. And I know that sounds a little bit cheesy, but hear me out. Because when I first started my business, it was a different why than the why that I have today. And actually, someone on Instagram recently commented on a post. So my husband and I uh, just passed our six-year anniversary. Um, and someone commented that they wanted the story. And he, like meeting him is part of the reason why I had this business. So for those of you who haven't heard the story, I'm going to retell it really quickly. I think it's fun. So even if you've heard it again, you probably will enjoy it. Um, but I met my husband on YouTube. Yes, YouTube, the social media platform, (laughs) YouTube, the video platform. Yes. So I was creating videos about my life. They were awful and boring, but I met my husband. He was creating these like angry rant comedy videos. And we both were collaborating just like I have guests on the podcast sometimes. I had him as a guest on my channel. He had me as a guest on his channel. And we just kept talking after that. Um, So this was 2013. Uh, So 2013 in the fall is when we started talking. I met him for the first time in November of 2013. Now, as soon as I met him, 
kind of had a sense that he was the one for me. And uh, the only challenge was I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, and he lived in Toronto, Canada. Whole nother country, y'all. A whole nother country. So what happened was we did the long distance thing for a few months, but we knew fairly quickly that we wanted to move this along. So I actually left my job. I worked at the Marriott Hotel, Marriott Marquis downtown. I was the manager of the spa there. I left my job to go be with him in Toronto, Canada. My family and friends thought I was crazy. Uh, It's a huge risk to take. But I I wanted to put myself out there. And to be honest, I wasn't really enjoying my job at the spa. It was very corporate-y. I previously worked at a different spa, which I loved. And then when I moved to companies, I was just not happy. So I ended up moving to Toronto, Canada in the summer of 2014. We got married and we moved. And with that whole move to a totally different country... I had the opportunity to start my business. Now, both of my parents were very entrepreneurial. In fact, my dad had different businesses my whole life, and I saw the struggle of it, and I didn't want it. I wanted the consistency of clocking in and clocking out. But my why at that time was I wanted to be with my husband, and that was enough of a why for me to give up the comfort, the supposed comfort of having a traditional job and starting my social media business. Okay, So that was my why back then. And I really think it's so important to dig into your why because this is not easy. I'm going to talk a little bit about the ups and downs in this episode, but starting this business and running this business has been some of the hardest, most challenging things I've ever done. (laughs) It is tough. But because I was so dedicated to it in the beginning to get it started because I wanted to stay with him, I made it work. Okay, so you have to have a really strong reason. Otherwise, when the, the challenging times come, they'll come, you'll want to give up. And you'll want to throw in the towel. But I will tell you this. It is so worth it because my why today is very different from my why back then. My why today is I want to keep this beautiful life that I've built for myself. I don't know. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, you can see my new office. If you're not, just go to the YouTube video so you can see my new office. It's beautiful. It's a little echoey. Kind of want to fix that a little bit. But it's beautiful. I We got this big, beautiful house. We have a pool now. We have five bedrooms for some reason. There's only two of us. I don't know what we were thinking. But we bought this big, beautiful house. And part of the reason that we could buy it was because the business is doing well. Uh, I fought tooth and nail <laughs> to build this business. And because of its success is why I can live in this beautiful house. I also love the flexibility I've created in my life. I recently took off like about a week. Really, I took off almost a month, you guys, but I worked very lightly uh, for a while, just really slowed down my workload while we were moving into the house. And you just don't have that level of flexibility when you work for a traditional job. You have to ask time off and that's it. And they could reject it. 
they could say no. Um, you could have someone else have time off and you can't go. Um, you could ask to work part-time and they could say, meh, we'll let you go and hire someone full-time. So the, my why today is to maintain this beautiful life that I lived. But my why back then was to uh, start this beautiful life. So uh, start with your why. I know it's cheesy. I know it sounds cheesy, but I think it's so important if you don't understand that, then you'll give up too soon. And it is hard. Um, okay. So the second thing I'd do, if I were to start today, so yes, I'd pick my why for today. But my second thing was I'd choose an angle. Choose an angle. And I'm not going to say niche specifically, but an angle. So let me talk about niche. Niche is one angle that you can have on your business. It's what makes you different. It's what sets you apart. It's how people can understand how you're different from the other guy or the other gal or the other person, right? So you could pick a niche. You could say, I'm only going to work with businesses in the pet industry, or I'm only going to work with local businesses, or I'm only going to work with spas, or I'm only going to work with lawyers. Like You could pick a niche as your angle and go with that. That's great. That's a perfect angle. But I want to give you two other angles as well that could work for you. It doesn't have to be niche. It can be. Another angle can be platform. Some people do this by saying they're an Instagram expert or they only do Facebook ads or they're only in Pinterest or they um, only help people by hosting Twitter chats or whatever the case may be. That's platform specific. Okay. So that is an angle you can take. You can be an Instagram expert, work with pet businesses and lawyers and spas, right? But you're Instagram expert. An angle really helps you stand out and be different. The third angle you can choose is your services. So you can have an angle of a specific service that you offer. I've seen people do this with design. So they um, design social media images, okay? So they're not just posting for you. They're not doing all of the things. All they're going to do is help you design your social media images. Or maybe they are a Facebook Live or a live streaming um, virtual assistant. So whether you're on Facebook or on YouTube or on Instagram, they're going to be on that live stream with you. They're going to help you optimize it, set it up, promote it, be live with you, and then maybe after the call, turn it into some other type of content piece, okay? That's something that makes you different. That's your angle. So if I were to start today, I'd choose an angle, niche, platform, or service. All right. So the third thing I'd do if I were going to start today all over again is I would dive in with both feet. And this is something that I did the first time around purely by accident. Um, So I I had worked at a marketing agency before. Um, It was a local agency based in SEO. I was an intern for a few months, so nothing crazy. When I worked at the spa, being the youngest person on the team, I got naturally assigned social media tasks. I was already doing it because I was, you know, I had my YouTube channel. I was promoting it. I've been blogging since 2007. So I'd been online for a while. And, uh, but when I first started doing this for clients, I had no idea what I was doing and I wouldn't change a thing because sometimes you have to just do in order to learn. And with someone like social media, with something like social media, it changes so freaking fast. 
I don't know if any of you are social media managers right now. If you're listening to this, you know what I mean? Facebook looks different. (laughs) Things keep changing. Uh, Facebook ads manager looks different. Instagram's going to move around how you get to IGTV. Um, You know, even the different stickers that you can add to Instagram stories look different. So you have to learn by doing and by getting out there and giving yourself a chance to explore and experience this. And there's no greater tool than doing, okay? No greater tool than doing. You have to do it in order to get it. Um, I want to share with you a story about my very first client, um, who is still a client today, by the way. I'm very proud to say. As of six years later, she's still a client. Um, But One of the reasons that she's still a client today is that I'm very honest about the fact that I'm learning. And I'm honest like that with my clients even today, okay? So I don't like the term social media expert or social media guru because it's hard to fully understand social media. Even the most advanced people out there don't know all of the nuances of these platforms. And so I don't really like those terms because I would never consider myself, you know, you can't just close a book and say, I'm done. There's nothing else to learn. There's always things to learn with this. Um, And I'm always very clear about that with my clients. So my very first client, still a client today because I'm constantly learning and improving. And even just today, a client sent me uh, an email about some information that she wanted. And I basically had to say to her, you know what? I don't know, but I want to find out for you. And that level of honesty is something that will take you so, so far when it comes to building and starting your social media business. You don't have to have all the answers. You just have to know where to find them. Okay? Google will be your best friend. All right. So learn by doing. Next up, if I were to start my business today, and if you're starting your business today as a social media manager, 2020, practice copywriting. Okay, copywriting. And copywriting is so important to social media because it's actually a lot of what we do and a lot of how we approach creating content on social media is based on the words that we're writing. And especially for writing for other people and not for ourselves, there's a skill to that that has to be practiced. Now, there are a lot of resources that can help you fine-tune that skill, absolutely use those resources, but you have to use them in order to get them. Practice makes perfect. One of the things that we have found internally uh, with our my business, my social media business, which has grown into more of an agency now, is uh, this formula we call the copy stocking formula. And it's something that I teach in my upcoming mentorship program, The copy stocking is essentially studying your client's words to be able to write for them on social media. Because when you're writing on social media, you're not writing for yourself, you're writing for your clients, and you don't want it to sound like someone else is posting for them. It should feel seamless, okay? So copy stocking. Now, there's two things you want to consider when you're writing copy for your clients. The first one is your copy should be conversational. It should be like you're having a chat with a friend. It doesn't have to feel like something too polished. 
You can use fragments of a sentence. Definitely use emojis, okay? It should feel fun and um, conversational, even if you're working with like a more serious client, like a lawyer. You can use bullet points. You can use arrow emojis. You can use smiley faces. There are a lot of things you can do to make it conversational. But your copy should also be optimized for conversion. Okay, so you want people to do something with your post. And that's the challenge as a social media manager is that when you're writing content for your clients, you don't want people to scroll through the feed, look at the posts, say that's nice to themselves and keep scrolling. Okay, (laughs) that's a no go. We want them to be able to read that post and feel moved to like it, leave a comment, share it with a friend, click on a link, um, all sorts of things that we want people to do sometimes with these social media posts. You have to optimize it for conversion and conversation. So practice that. It's going to be a skill. Again, you have to keep flexing that muscle and keep doing it in order to get better at it. All right. So next up, if you're starting your social media business today, 2020, you have to focus on reporting and strategy. So back in 2014, um, even though this was only six years ago, there was not a huge focus on the data of social media. People could say, I just want it to look pretty. I just want to look like I have a legitimate business. Um, I just want to have something I'm proud to show off. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen, but I heard I should have this social media thing. And that's the fastest way to high churn clients. And I can attest to that. I learned that the hard way. Okay. Um, so as you are building out your social media business today, you want to focus in on reporting and strategy. And you've got to have a plan for this to work. So when it comes to strategy, outline what you're going to do for your clients. Tell them that this is a starting point and that you want to test some things and see what what happens, what works, what doesn't, and then do it and then see if it happens and doesn't and then adjust. So an example would be for one of our clients, we put all this time and energy into creating these micro videos. They've worked for other clients in the past. This one particular client, they're not really working as great as they do with other people. But the only way we could know that is by looking at the data, is by looking at what works. For her, it's those um, Twitter screenshot quotes. Bomb. People love them. So we're going to switch and keep doing Twitter screenshot quotes. Say that 10 times fast. And uh, we're going to keep doing that because it's working for us. So when you find something that's working do it. But the only way that you can figure that out is by clearly outlining what the strategy is and then following through on that strategy and then analyzing your your success to see if it worked, if it didn't. If it worked, great, do more of it. If it didn't, pivot and try something else. That's key to 2020. I will say um, when when you're dealing with clients, you have to consistently prove your value. And that leads me to my next point, which is to hire a mentor. And I'll talk about my first mentor, Afton Negrea. I'll put a link uh, to her program with this video. I know I'm promoting my own as well, but I like if you're starting in the freelancing space, take her program too, or take it first, or just take hers. I don't care. Her program is so valuable that I would not be where I am today without it. One of the things that she taught me was how to become embeddable. 
how to become embeddable, how to become so valuable to your clients that they cannot imagine their business running without you. That is a skill that has nothing to do with social media management and everything to do with maintaining your success as a business owner. That's just straight up great business advice, right? Become a habit in someone's life. Uh, Become their go-to resource. Become embeddable. So after Negrea, she's got the, I think it's called Freelancing Freebirds Now uh, program, a great mentorship program for freelancers, especially if you're just starting out. I mean, I learned so, so much from her. But having a mentor is like turning up the speed dial on um, your your success, right? Like I talked earlier about doing the work and stumbling and figuring out. And yes, that's part of it, uh, especially for learning the social media side. But for the business side of things, there are so many things that are tough without a mentor. Um, things like how do you send portfolios? How do you send proposals? Do you pitch cold pitch clients or not? Um, how do you handle client meetings? If a client wants something that you didn't originally agree upon, what's the best way to navigate around that? Um, so many things a mentor can help you with. Um, and so after it's a mentor, and then obviously I have my own program where I mentor social media managers as well. So having a mentor is invaluable and it gets you where where you want to go faster. All right. uh, Next up, if you're starting a social media management business today, my word of advice, talk more about what you're doing. If I were going to start again today, that's one of the biggest things I changed because I did not do that in the beginning. And it was a huge accelerator to my business. The first three years of my business, three years plus, I worked quietly. I didn't really post on social media myself. I definitely didn't have a podcast. I wasn't really creating YouTube videos. I had a little Facebook group that was fun, but I just kind of thought it was for fun. Um, I wasn't sharing it with my friends and family. I would just go, oh, I'm freelancing. Um, and I wasn't really making it a real thing. It was almost more like a hobby that I was afraid to talk about. And as soon as I started talking about it, my business exploded bloated. Okay. And I'm not talking about you have to have a perfectly polished podcast, right? I'm talking about just sharing what you're working on. Talk about it with your friends and family. I'm building this business. Don't say you're freelancing. This is a business. Okay. Um, Talk about it with your friends. Okay. If they ask what's up, say the business is doing great, or I'm really excited for the transition, or I'm looking forward to a new client. Like, be excited about it. Um, That started shifting for me in 2018. And I actually started shifting out of necessity. And I don't want you to have to do the same thing. 2018 was hands down the worst year of my business life history. Um, I believe I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I uh, basically ramped up my expenses way too high. I had two pillar clients who was most of my revenue and they both left at the same time. So I crashed and burned. Um, and that was July to August of 2018. Um, and it was awful. <laughs> and then because of that, I decided, you know what? I'm going to get out there and be visible and start talking about this because I need clients. And it worked. And so one of the things that I would suggest for you is get out there and talk about it. You never know 
who you know. So 2018, your visibility. 2018 or 2019, I saw massive growth in my business. Massive. Um, my top line revenue doubled, almost tripled. Um, and then in 2020, we're already halfway through the year. I've already surpassed what I made last year. And we're in July of 2020. And I'm in scaling mode now. Right. So this is what visibility does for you. This is, and all visibility is, is talking about what you do, talking about it. That's it. I don't want you to make, it doesn't have to be too complicated. You talk about it with friends and family, talk about it on social media, um, share it with the people that you know, which leads me to my last suggestion. If you're starting your social media business today, one of the key ways that you can establish long term growth especially if you're tired of pitching. So I don't pitch anymore. I haven't done that since beginning of 2019. Um, I don't seek business. Business seeks me. Okay. And if you're, if you want to be in that spot, collaborations is another big part of that. Um, so outside of talking about it, connect with other people. Partnerships are key here. So other people who have the same clients that you have, but they're not competitors. Okay. They have the same clients that you have, but they're not competitors. So some of my very first collaborations were web designers. Uh, They build websites for people who then need like traffic to the website. So I would partner with web designers. Um, I even um, white labeled my service. So they basically subcontracted me and my business to deliver social media services on an ongoing basis for their web design clients. They made a little extra profit. I had a client that I didn't have to chase. It was a win-win. So find partnerships and collaborations with people who will help you build your business and then you help them build theirs. If you have a social media client who needs a website, you now have the perfect person to refer them to. Uh, one of my most recent collaborations, which has been just fantastic, is my podcast editor, Travis Brown at Podcast Buddy, and his team have been absolutely fantastic. Um, and I'll tell you the story about how I connected with Travis because it was still a lot of work. This was the end of, I can't remember if it was, I think it was the end of 2019. Yeah, it had to be the end of 2019 because I was just connecting with podcast editors. I had just started the podcast. I was about 20 episodes in. Uh, So this is 2018 then, the end of 2018. Um, I was about 20 episodes into the podcast. I had just got back from podcast movement. It was fantastic. It was my first podcasting conference. I was going all in on podcasting. And I was like, you know what? I want to connect with podcast editors because I bet I could work with a lot of podcasters and their clients probably want more attention on their podcast. Their clients probably need someone to help post it on social media after their editor does such a fantastic job of making it sound great. So I connected with probably like a hundred different podcast editors on Instagram, DMing them. Okay. Hey, I want to connect. I want to send you clients. You can send me clients. I want to see how we can collaborate, right? Over a hundred. I got on the call with probably about 10, maybe less, a little less than 10. Travis was one of those. And he was the only one that turned into long-term referral business for me. Okay. This was end of 2018. And we are still working together today. And in fact... (laughs) 
Travis was so, like, I just connected with him. He was so awesome that I was like, you know what? I want to hire you to do my podcast. I had, I, that was not my intention for the call, but that's how it ended up happening. And we're still friends today. Um, but that sort of collaboration and, and connection and partnership can be invaluable to your business. I've sent Travis clients. He sent me clients. We work together on projects and we're able to co-create amazing results for our clients because we're working together and we have similar goals for our clients. So find people that you can partner with. Um, again, not competitors, but people who are in similar spaces as you and see how you can work together. And remember that it takes a long time. This is building a relationship. Like I said, I reached out to probably like 100 people, got on a call with like a little less than 10, and only one of those turned into something. So keep that in mind as you're going through this. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope this was a lot of uh, practical advice for you as you build your social media management business. And before you go, I want to let you know that I'm doing a free workshop. We're going to get down and dirty and talk about some shifts that you can make in your business, whether you're just starting or whether you already have started to really improve your social media management business. Okay. These are key. And these are the things that really help me take to the next level. This is going to be a one hour workshop. And like I said, we're working, we're working on this workshop. This isn't like a regular webinar where I floof around. We're going to get to work. Okay. So show up with a pen and pencil and be ready. I will talk more about this coming up. So really stay tuned to the podcast here, my social media accounts at online Drea, and I will see you there. Bye for now.